Getting Works podcast. Mike's getting tipsy. He drink a lot of beer and he drink a lot of whiskey. When he's not doing that, probably watching wrestling. Talking about the beers and it's so interesting. Mike's online, you can give him a follow. End of the day, he be cleaning out the tacos. No better podcast if you ask me. Getting Works, you can leave off the last G. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. 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 of the internet getting worked is back i'm mike this is getting worked hello so this week i'm coming to y'all from a different uh state of mind a lot of times mostly every episode i try to start off with hey it's been a great week hey it's been a week hey it's been a week where i've watched a lot of wrestling um I'm coming to you injured this week. Uh, I've had an accident, y'all. Strap in. Because this one is a little fucked up. So, before we get into it, though, once again, thank you all this week for joining in, listening, wherever you get your podcasts, liking, subscribing. Uh, Go to gettingwork.com, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Once again, the goal is wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, I'm Mike. Fucking, I'm injured. So, I'm getting ready to go on vacation. We, we, we do a family vacation every year. Myself, my wife, my daughter. We're going with her family. Uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Uh, so, we're going to Gatlinburg. Actually, as of this recording, tomorrow morning, essentially, will be when we get up, when we get ready, jump in the car, and head out to vacation. So, it's been a week of preparation, you know, making sure all of our errands were ran. We Not only that, but it was Father's Day, so we had people over yesterday for that, and making sure the house was clean, uh, her dad just coming over to feed the cats, blah, 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 all that stuff. You know, the things you do, the boxes you check before you go on some sort of trip. And I, I uh, went and got a haircut yesterday. That, that's been my big thing lately. I found a barber I really like going to. She does a great job. Uh, it had been like almost a month since my last haircut, so I, I was having that like itch. Went and got that taken care of, got a fresh fade, feeling good. Decide, you know, I'm gonna go and um, take care of the, the other areas of, of the male body. You know, it is summer vacation, it's been the, in the high 70s, the 80s, it's, it's warm, it's gonna be humid. I, I don't want to be humid, so 
it felt appropriate before this trip to have a little south of the border cleanup, as it were. We're 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 gonna we're gonna we're gonna take the lawnmower across the yard a little bit, as it were. So I, just like every other podcaster you probably listen to, have a manscaped product. I charged it all day yesterday. Start using it. It's ready to rock. So I I jump in there, start using it. Normal job, you know. You put a little, I put a little bit of oil, a couple drops of oil in there to get it nice, clean it off, make sure it's good to go. I'm in the shower. I'm doing my thing. All of a sudden, going 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 across the entirety, like like the 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 broad swath of my manhood, my well not my manhood, my carry on luggage, as 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 I'm going across the the broad side of my carry on luggage, you know the the bag as it were, two of those teeth. The ceramic teeth of that manscape trimmer catch and snag people of the internet I don't feel that I believe in the afterlife or, or things like that at this point in my life but I swear I saw something for about three seconds um the feeling of those ceramic blades going in and just digging into that skin. Oh, I will never forget that feeling. Uh, so now I suffer from two. I'm going to call them. They're not puncture wounds. I don't want to call them puncture wounds because that entails that like they went in in to the, the the luggage. No, this is just kind of gouged into the outside. Like imagine a cat walked up and took two just two claw swipes out of like a leather bag, like a, like a, like a leather uh, like a leather couch leg, like that that scrape it would leave. The two good gouges. Uh, that's what I've got going on right now. Uh, first off, I had no idea how much blood could come out of that area. Well, come out of the skin that protects that area. Because um, it was a lot. I'd, I'd say I probably went through about three wads of, of tissue trying to clean it up. Um, <laughs> and, and, and God bless, God bless my wife. But I said her the, the, oh no, the worst time to cut myself shaving. Uh, luckily, she was able to get me some more tissues, and it was oh, it was it was a scenario. It was entailing. Uh, we're a little we're a little sensitive down there, but that was a harrowing experience today. Uh, you have that feeling where, oh no. Did it go too far? Did it go too deep? Is this going to be the hospital moment? You have that split second. Like, you're holding it. You're just seeing blood. You're just having all of this happen, and you're nervous, and you're freaking out. But I, I think we're okay. But be careful. Make sure you 
take your care, take your time. Uh, if you're going to engage in a little bit of self-grooming, be careful. Be careful out there. This is about shooting blood from your cock. I no. So, aside from my my accident, we're going to call it my accident. Um, there was one major event in wrestling that I really paid attention to. Uh, the debut on the 17th of June for AEW Collision. Uh, I'll say it first and foremost. This is probably going to be my favorite piece of television programming throughout the week. Uh, if the first episode was any indicator, this is top-tier pro wrestling. This is what I want to fucking watch. Uh, good old CM Punk, back with a microphone. Uh, he said what he fucking wanted to. Uh, we'll get back to that in a moment, but CM Punk came out, cut a hell of a promo, a scathing promo, a promo that... If it's part of building a storyline, amazing job. And if it's real, holy shit, I can't believe, like, I can believe that he said all those things, but, like, wow, he's really pissed. Um, But CM Punk's promo was incredible. We had Andrade El Idolo versus Buddy Matthews. I'm seeing a few places on Twitter. People are saying that they said Buddy Murphy. I don't think that's... I, I didn't catch it. Uh, but Andrade versus Buddy. Fucking fantastic. I, I think that was like... They had to have that workhorse match on the show. Hey, let's have two dudes tear it the fuck down. Uh, that match was incredible. Uh, the match with Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale versus the Outcasts was great. It, it the women's tag match it served both a tag match purpose and it was the women's match on on the card. It, it was in the middle. It carried its weight. It nobody did anything crazy or weird. It didn't do the shit that the main event was going to do. It was great. I fucking loved it. Uh, Wardlow versus. I was I just call him the dinosaur. Uh Luchasaurus. Wh- whatever. It was a cool match for the two of them. I don't necessarily agree with putting a belt on the fucking dinosaur, but whatever. Uh and the main event with FTR and Punk CMFTR. I, I get it. I'm not the biggest fan of the name. Um uh, but who am I to decide? It's up to them. They're going to be cool either way. Uh, versus Samoa Joe and Bullet Club Gold of Jay White and who I believe to be the most entertaining motherfucker on wrestling television, not named CM Punk right now, Juice Robinson. I love me some Juice Robinson. More juice, less of everybody else. Dude looks like a gimmick. He's fucking amazing to listen to on the microphone. He's got the wild eyes. He's got the crazy expression. Uh, that dude looks like a fucking pro wrestling character. Like that dude looks like I could watch him on TV every week and not get tired of it. Uh, Jay White's fine. 
I can't say anything negative about Jay White because there's nothing negative to say about Jay White. He's a top tier guy, but you're a top tier guy in a company with Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. And like, you're great, but you're like the eighth great guy who's just, I'm great. I'm a great wrestler. Juice Robinson at least is like a thing. Like it's different. So I'm a big fan of juice, but the, uh, Highlight of the show had to have been CM Punk's promo. Now, I'm not going to dissect it. You can find plenty of other places on the internet that are discussing the shoot behind the comments. The two main things I think he points out is there's a line where he talks about how he's the original article uh, compared to counterfeit bucks. And then, I mean... That was really the main direct line other than the fact that he called out Dave Sahadi. You're going to hear CM Punk mention a person named Dave Sahadi here at a certain point. Uh, that's the, the executive of Discovery Warner Brothers. So you, you hear CM Punk at a certain point in the promo talk about Dave, what Dave Sahadi calls him. And, and at this point, he's really he's not just breaking the fourth wall. He's breaking the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh wall. Because he's calling out the fact that regardless of what people think, regardless of what fans think, regardless of what other wrestlers think, the guy who f- comes from the network, who tells AEW what he wants to see on TV, likes CM Punk and thinks CM Punk is legit. So, I digress. I'm, I'm going to let the promo speak for itself. I think we need to t- we're going to take a moment at this. And in this week's drink, this week's cocktail is dedicated to what we're about to hear. He's a punster. I'm going to leave it up to him to tell us. heard but I'm tired of being nice gone 10 months with a ruptured tricep tendon tore it straight off the bone but I'm still here and as long as I am this is the professional wrestling business It's a business of grown-ups. This has never been a popularity contest. We all know I probably would have lost that one a long time ago. So tonight we're gonna have a little conversation about the future, but first, I would like to have a little conversation about my past, which I don't think is checkered. If you would have told 15-year-old me that you're gonna sell out the Budokan, that you're gonna sell out Madison Square Garden, that you're gonna sell out multiple times over every single building in Chicago with a roof. (laughs) 
Well, I'm not sure little punker would have believed you. It's because he didn't experience what present me standing here in front of all you crazy bastards has experienced. I'm tired of being nice. Tell me when I'm telling lies. I did all these things and I got here to this place riding a wave, riding the backs of smart, passionate, professional wrestling fans like you. And oh gosh, I never fit in somewhere more in my entire life than I have here in professional wrestling. I love you for it. I love you because you love me. And you love me because I have never compromised. I have been unapologetic my entire career. I am me. And I couldn't have done all of this without all of you. But it seems there's some people that hate me for the same reasons you all love me. Hey, listen. I understand that the sheer magnitude of me makes people uncomfortable. I very much understand that my mere presence makes people uncomfortable. That's because I am the truth, and the truth is painful. This sign right here says CM Punk is my hero. You can call me that. This sign here says Pepsi Phil. You can call me that. This sign here says CM Junk. You can call me that. Boo me, cheer me, love me, hate me. You all do it because you know I'm right. You can call me whatever you want. You know what David Zasloff calls me? One Bill Phil. That's because I am the one true, genuine article in a business full of counterfeit bucks. The king is back, baby. And I do have a lot of things to get off my chest. in Chicago and then I'll get out of your hair. Why would I change? This is what Joe Strummer trained me for. I will always speak truth to power. I will always be myself. I will never compromise.
And there's the people that think that they are owed an apology. I've grown older and wiser in my years. Sometimes it's better to be the bigger man. If you feel you're here today and I owe you an apology, here it is. I am sorry that the only people softer than you are the wrestlers you like. Tell me when I'm telling lies. The last time you saw me with my tricep meat hanging down, I held what's in this bag above my head. And it's not because I deserve it. It's mine because I earned it. And it's not mine because I had the best dog collar match. It's mine because I won the dog collar match. Tell me when I'm telling lies. This belongs to me until somebody can pin me or submit me for it. And there are those of you who I'm sure were praying to whatever God you believe in that I'm going to put these down here in this ring and walk into the sunset never to be seen again. But until... There is somebody in this company that can fill these boots. They belong on my feet. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me when I'm telling lies, people of the internet. God damn. That is a wrestling fucking promo. I don't give a shit if it's a shoot. I don't give a shit if it's a work at this point. That was amazing fucking pro wrestling television. So that takes me to this week's cocktail. Uh, we're actually dedicating this week's cocktail to what you just heard. And some of you are saying, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mike. You fucking asshole. You're going to make a drink with booze dedicated to CM Punk. Notoriously straight edge. And I say to you, nay, nay. This week, we're making a mocktail. No booze in this drink, people of the internet. No alcohol. Anybody can enjoy this. I'm using some ingredients you can get off the internet uh, and a very special everyday ingredient. I bring you the Pepsi Fill. People of the internet, I said to myself, I have to make a mocktail. I have to make something without alcohol. I also said to myself, what better thing to make it with than Pepsi? Not because I'm even a Pepsi fan. I don't even really enjoy sodas in general or even or particularly fucking Pepsi. But it's fitting. Uh, as you might know, CM Punk has the Pepsi tattoo on his arm. He referred to himself as Pepsi Phil off of one of the signs. Danhausen started that name, uh, nickname as it were. So we are going to base this week's cocktail off of CM Punk. It is a mocktail. It is the Pepsi Fill. It's going to be composed of three main ingredients and a special garnish. So, first ingredient we're going to talk about is the syrup. 
Now, we're making a mocktail. I don't want to make something super complicated that requires a bunch of steps. We could totally do that. We could totally like make a syrup, make a tincture, create like a non-alcoholic fruit like shrub in place of a spirit. You know, there's a lot of stuff we can do. And we're going to dive into some of those things uh, as the podcast goes on. But for this one, I wanted to go ahead and keep it easy, keep it simple, keep it real. Just like Punk said, he's the genuine article. So we're going to keep this easy. We're using Pepsi, a charred oak and maple syrup. This is from the Yes Cocktail Company. Uh, the Yes Cocktail Company I actually got this when I was on my honeymoon in Asheville, North Carolina, uh, handcrafted with filtered water, cane sugar, and barrel-aged maple syrup. That's it. Perfectly crafted. So this is non-alcoholic. Yeah. So it's a non-alcoholic syrup, Pepsi, and then we're going to be using a non-alcoholic bitter. We're actually going to be using Fee Brothers Peach Bitters. And that's the big thing with mocktails if you don't want to drink you don't want alcohol but you want flavor and you want to have that kind of experience like you are having a cocktail get non-alcoholic bitters uh in particular they're not a sponsor fee brothers fee brothers makes fantastic non-alcoholic bitters in a variety of flavors that have tons of flavor that's the thing is is there's no booze in their products well in at least in in the, the majority of the products that you can get from fee brothers but fantastic fucking flavor so we're using peach bitters we're going to use a charred oak maple syrup and we're going to top this bad boy off with pepsi and our special garnish all right so the first two things we're going to do is work with our bitters and our syrup so here's and here's the here's my my methodology behind this if this was a cocktail we'd go spirit first we'd, we'd if we were building this in the glass that we're building in, that's what we're going to do. We're putting this in a rocks glass. So I'm going to add my syrup and my bitters directly into my rocks glass first. We're not going to shake this, stir this into a separate vessel and strain it. My mentality was going towards a whiskey smash. A whiskey smash is made by muddling your, your, your lemon, your mint in the bottom of your glass, pouring your whiskey on top of that adding your ice, stirring that around, or whatever you're smashing into your whiskey smash. Uh, and you make it, you can build it in the glass that you're going to serve it in. That's a great thing about a whiskey smash. So that was where I started with how we're going to build this. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to add in my Fee Brothers uh, Peach Bitters. This, I love their products. So... We're going with peach. I'm going with like three hefty shakes. The bottle has like the dropper top on it and, and bitter bottles have a little bit of a wider uh, opening on the dropper bottle than like say like vinegar or something like that that might have a similar kind of mechanic. So we've got the bitters in there. Next thing we're gonna do is add our charred oak and maple syrup. This is from the Yes Cocktail Company. Uh, this is fantastic. But it's, it's got a nice smoky flavor. It's got some sweetness from the maple. And it's just got, it's going to help create that cocktail feel without us having to use whiskey because it's got that charred oak in there. So we're going to do a bar spoon 
and a half. So take your bar spoon, fill it up, take, your, take it again, add a little bit extra in there. Dump both those in. Bar spoon and a half of our charred oak and maple. So what I'm gonna do now, actually, is I'm gonna go ahead and add some of my ice. I wanna get at least those two things kind of mixed. So I've got my spoon. We're just kind of stirring the ice around. Kind of tossing it in the syrup, tossing it in the bitters, kind of getting everything coated in there. Once we feel that we've got that, ooh, that's gonna be nice. Once I feel that I've got that, add the rest of my ice. So now we've got our rocks glass full of ice. So, <clears throat> peach bitters, charred oak maple syrup. I got about three dashes of the bitters, bar spoon and a half of the charred oak and maple syrup. And all we're gonna do is top the rest off with Pepsi. Oh God. I got the giants. Uh, I asked my wife, hey, I just need like one Pepsi for the podcast to make a cocktail. She got me the big bottle. It's like the 1.25 liter. Uh, you know what? I haven't had a Pepsi in forever. <sighs> Pepsi's not terrible. It's not. Hold on. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. All right. So we're going to go ahead and top our drink off. We're going to fill the rest of our glass with Pepsi. So, it's not bad. So we've topped our glass with Pepsi. Put the cap tight back on that. And now, this is a carbonated soda, and this is where you always kind of got to be a little careful. I'm not going to super agitate it. We're not going for a super heavy stir. I'm just kind of shaking the spoon around in the bottom of the glass and kind of lifting it up a little bit, just to kind of fold and toss everything together. Like I said, we don't want to make a mess with the fact that we've already got Pepsi in there. So what we're going to do... Mm, that's actually really good. Man, that's really good with that charred oak and maple. I just tasted that off the end of the spoon. So, we've got our cocktail. We could serve this as is. We can drink this the way it is. But, like I said, we have a special garnish. We are going to garnish this drink with muffins. That's right, people of the internet. These are not from Mindy's Bakery, CM Punk's favorite bakery. However, what more fitting than to garnish a cocktail dedicated to CM Punk with muffins. So I've got a couple confetti cake mini muffins. So I'm going to stick two confetti cake muffins on my little skewer here and just float that in my cocktail all right people of the internet this is a fucking wild ass mocktail we have uh fee brothers peach bitters yes cocktail company charred oak and maple topped with pepsi garnished with muffins that's actually fucking incredible. 
smelling the muffin while drinking the drink. Oh my god, like a store-bought muffin gives off an, an insane amount of, like, baked goods smell. That's fucking great. People of the internet, this is a fucking mocktail dedicated to CM Punk, the Pepsi Phil. Just because you're not having a drink, just because you're not having booze, doesn't mean you can't party and have a great time. This has been a lot of fun, thinking of a mocktail, giving you guys something to make that isn't, you know, going to get you tipsy. I still got a beer here, but if you want to have the Pepsi Phil, you can have about 20 of these and not feel bad about the next day. People of the internet, thank you all for tuning in. Go make one of these. Get you some charred oak maple syrup from Yes Cocktail Company. I'll tag them on social media. That way you guys can find that company. Fee Brothers Peach Bitters. And some motherfucking Pepsi. People of the internet. I'm Mike. This has been Getting Worked. Go out and make you a motherfucking mocktail. Like, subscribe, follow wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Getting Worked. Follow me on Instagram at that dude named Mike. I'm Mike. This is Getting Worked. See you guys. We got drunk. We marked out. We'll see you next week. This is Platinum Max. Signing off. Getting Worked. There's no G in yet. Except for the first G, of course. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked.